Hello! This is the second episode of my podcast. I don't know what I'm gonna name it. Also, I am playing music in the background. Let's hope that this doesn't get taken down because of the music. Um, it's like a piano version of like different Broadway songs. Um, anywho, but <laughs> yeah, it's 5.42am, um, July 25th, and I can't sleep. So we're going to get real, real here. Um, I've been like mentally not great. And you know, that's a given with growing up and being an adult and doing things. Um, but for some reason, I've literally been like staying up till five in the morning, six in the morning, just doing absolutely nothing. Um, usually I play The Sims 4, which is one of my favorite like games to play on my computer which is probably like awful for my computer because it's like always like breathing really hard every time I play that game like it's gonna explode um but we're just gonna muscle through it because it's the only thing that brings me joy but yeah so I'm currently um, in my closet right now how ironic that I'm in the closet again um I've literally was cleaning my room the other day and I cleaned up my closet because my closet you know has been that's where like I throw all of my stuff when I was younger and I like my mom would tell me to like clean my room I would just like chuck hella shit in my um closet and then I would call it a day um and I can't do that anymore because I'm grown adult so I can't do that anymore so I cleaned up my closet and I hung like little lights up. I put um, little artwork in there. And this is my like comfort zone for when I get too anxious or when I just don't want to lay on my bed. So this is where I'm going to do the podcast. This is the podcast zone, apparently. Um, but yeah, so I part of me wanted to make this about Broadway, but also a lot of people don't like Broadway so it's gonna be a mix of everything like some of my favorite shows at the moment um and movies so part of me wanted to talk about uh The Good Place I don't know if any of you seen The Good Place on Netflix um it's not an original Netflix show I don't think it is but um it's with uh Kristen Bell from uh Frozen <laughs> um and literally any other Kristen Bell things that's just the first thing that came to my mind but dude watch that show if you ever want to like see a show that that's like gives you the essence of like parks and recreation mixed with like i don't know the afterlife watch that show um i did like a poll on instagram the other day and i was like oh who's what's your favorite show and so many people were talking about like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and the the office and superstore and nobody picked the good place which I find absolutely ridiculous. How did, like, I don't know. I have to realize that there are shows out there that I watch that, like, people don't give a crap about. Um, but I do, so I have to make everybody listen to what I have to watch. Um, so I've been watching The Good Place, but I've also been watching uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, which is, if any of you, like, know me, know me, that's my favorite show of all time. And part of me wanted to talk about that show mostly because like recently like I kind of got diagnosed with like borderline personality disorder you know the fun the fun of 
mental illnesses and I remember the first time that I watched Crazy Ex-Girlfriend um, and I got to the episode where she was like oh I have um, borderline personality disorder and I was like what the fuck is that until like I got diagnosed with it and it kind of came back to me where I was like oh shit this is like real now like it's not like me being Rebecca Bunch like I'm not like <laughs> I was like I'm not cosplaying Rebecca Bunch anymore like it's real um and it's scary like dude hearing that you have a like a mental disorder or hearing you have a personality disorder and like hearing about like how that's like the cause of everything in your life going wrong is so like scary because like tonight I was sitting there and I was like dude like I was watching the episode where she gets diagnosed with borderline personality disorder and I was like dude there's no way that could be me like I don't understand why and it was like oh you know impulsive you know acts uh, you act out impulsively or or you have you know like it was like you're paranoid and I was like that's totally not me as if I don't sleep with my door closed or my door open and I always have to look around like I, I am deeply paranoid so like the fact that I was like that's not me like you dumbass that's literally you um so there's that but I highly suggest watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend mostly because if you're into musicals that's a good show to start with if you're like into musical shows um mostly because it's all like original songs they're they're very it's very comedy-esque thing it gets dark around like season two or three but like it's literally about a girl who moves from New York City and leaves her job behind to move to West Covina, California to be with her um, ex-boyfriend Josh and Josh is like he gives me Taurus vibes but like also he's just really fucking dumb like in a in a cute way he is really dumb but um yeah Josh Chan and that show I love him I hate to admit it but like you know you want to root for Rebecca and you want to be you know all on Rebecca's side but some of the stuff that she does is so out of hand and so impulsive and just like really fucked up and I remember when I got like diagnosed with it or even when I had suspicions that I had BPD and I was re-watching the show I was like that's totally not me and then I went back over everything that I've done in my life and I was like that's totally me um so yeah anywho I've just been like trying to figure out how to like handle stuff like that and like another thing that I was talking to with like my friends is like I love theater and I love art and doing you know like making your feelings like flow out of you because of art however some shows that have to deal with mental or or personality disorders are so fucking weird like that's one thing that I wanted to talk about one thing that really like is weird is the fact that like so many musicals on Broadway throughout the years have been about mental health and like I understand like it's really it's it's really good that we're getting that representation however some musicals don't do it correctly and they do it for the wrong reasons like not gonna mention Dear Evan Hansen but Dear Evan Hansen like when I watched that movie it was like oh yeah Evan has severe anxiety and I was like me too but like I didn't lie about knowing a dead kid like that's a whole other thing of like wrong and if you've read my like um 
my blog post about the Dear Evan Hansen movie, um, you will know how much I hated it. Like it was top of the line dog shit. Like it was not good. Um, but you know, I, for me, when it comes to movies, I tend to focus on like good parts of it and I will never, like I have letterbox, um, on, um, my phone and I literally never rate a movie under three stars unless it's like complete, like awful terribleness. Um, but when I saw Dear Evan Hansen, I was like, this is not it. Because like when I was in high school, I loved Dear Evan Hansen. I was like, this is like the best thing that ever happened. Like, and then you get older and you're like, oh, this is really fucked up. Like he really lied to a bunch of people to get attention and to make people feel better in his own way, which made it worse. Like, and so it's just like stuff like that where I'm just like, and even like the stuff with like next to normal, like the stuff with fucking Alice Ripley, I can never listen to that musical and like love it mostly because of Alice Ripley and like the grooming allegations. So if any of you don't know Broadway, take whatever I say with a grain of salt, because I don't know the entire thing of it, but apparently like a, a bunch of people came out and I, I should stop saying apparently I believe victims and there's no way I'm going to believe a fucking groomer over a liar so I'll just I'll just anywho Alice Ripley was um doing the tour for next to normal and a bunch of um like minors um, at the time came out and talked about how um, she was grooming them and how she would talk to them in, in inappropriate ways and how like they were unsupervised and stuff like that and like my thing is like if people are talking about their experiences and they make like a a um, blog post because I've seen blog posts about it and I'm like if the people actually go out of their way to talk about this at least hear them out before you shut them down like i've argued with so many fucking middle-aged women on facebook about this because they'll be like oh well these kids there was one time also where this girl was like oh the this one girl who talked about alice ripley um she was on the spectrum and she shouldn't even be there like she shouldn't even be talking like she should be supervised and i was like but why why what are you talking about like and she was like, I just feel sorry for them because because they're on the spectrum. I was like, but you don't feel sorry that they got groomed? You feel sorry about something that that's that's a normal thing? Like you're more you're more sad about something that's very common other than someone getting groomed? Like it makes no sense to me. And I that's why sometimes I hate the Broadway community because they're so insensitive about the shit that they need to be fucking sensitive about. And like even the stuff like it happened with Funny Girl, the Beanie Feldstein stuff, I can literally go on for days about this stuff. But like the blatant fat phobia in in Broadway, the transphobia, the homophobia, like that's a the Broadway is supposed to be this big, you know, gay thing. And then you really look at it and you're like, oh, you guys are really fucked up. Like you guys are really fucked up. And like. I don't know it, it sucks because like there's nothing you can really do about it unless like you continue to speak up about it which is is a good thing to do however it's just like oh they keep making the same fucking mistakes over and over again and that's just anybody like i remember i was talking to um 
my friend Vinny, shout out to Vinny, um, whenever we were roommates together and I would, I would tell them like about all the stuff that was happening and I was talking about Laura Osnes, you know, the fucking Queen Bee Laura Osnes on Broadway, um, who's an anti-vaxxer and would put her fucking castmates at risk. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. She did a concert with Aaron Tveit, um, and it was, uh, Tveit? I think I'm saying his name right. Or, um, uh, doing West Side Story and she sang um, Maria's part and I was like girl <laughs> I got so upset mostly because one I firmly believe that if you are not you know that race you should not be singing that song for money for anything if it's public don't sing that fucking song if it's for an audition don't sing that song Mostly because it's like, dude, the only roles that, like, fucking Latinas have, and I, I say that because, like, I, being mixed, I have n only been, like, seen for Latina roles, and that sucks because I'm like, there's no indigenous roles. But back to what I was saying about Maria. Maria and Anita and, and um, Vanessa and fucking Nina from In the Heights are the only like Hispanic Latina roles that like you can get if you audition for it and you are Latina. However, these fucking white women who are, are are interested in Broadway or love Broadway or whatever feel like they can sing these songs. And I understand, I get it. They're beautiful. They're beautifully written songs. Sondheim wrote fucking West Side Story, the lyrics to them. So beautiful. Tonight, most beautiful song ever in West Side Story. However, why the fuck would you sit there and be like, oh, I'm gonna sing this song though because I like it. Cool. But there's like 80,000 songs that are meant for you. They, they, you can sing them without any problem. Why do you have to take our songs? And that's what I was saying today. Like one of my, um, one of my, uh, friends, I was, I, who was it? I think I was telling Vinny about it. Um, I was telling him, I was like, dude, the fact that like there was a TikToker, um, who does a lot of content, um, they went and auditioned on America's Got Talent, I think that's what it was, and they sang Colors of the Wind, and I was like, dude, I understand, beautiful song, Alan Menken put his whole Alan Gussie in that song, but why would you pick Colors of the Wind to sing, like, at, at it's 2022, bestie, like, you could have picked any other fucking Disney princess, and you had to pick Pocahontas, like, it's, it probably isn't that deep to a lot of people, but it's like, dude, that's the only song that indigenous people have that's like not as problematic as the entire story of fucking Pocahontas and white people still choose to sing it. And it's just like, bro, you guys are the ones that they're singing about. You cannot sit there and sing, you think you own whatever land you land on. The earth is just a dead thing you can claim. Like you cannot sit there and listen to that fucking song and be like, hmm, I need to sing this song. Like, bitch, she's singing about you. Pocahontas is singing about y'all. Like, it does not make sense. I, am I being too problematic? I don't care. At this point, like, I've had to sit through racism and discrimination, like, especially when I was at college. Like, so at this point, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Like, I, I don't like that. And that's my thing. I don't understand why white women and white men sing songs that are meant for people of color when it's not their place. They will never know that experience. Not only that, but it's like, 
there's so many songs for you that are for you that were written for you why are you taking mine like it's it i don't know that's just how i feel and that's how i felt this entire time when it comes to you know productions putting on west side story and they whitewash you know maria or they they put on in the heights and it's in the whites like it's like come on like it's stuff like that and I don't know it's just I've been trying to write my own musical and it's really fucking hard so I get it but it's also like if if Latinos and people are putting songs and music into a a musical that they've spent years writing on for people of color and white people can just be like oh this is oh my god did you hear my fucking arm anyways um white people can just walk in and sing it like it's so you can tell the privilege like you can smell the audacity so yeah also if the audio is fucking weird i'm so sorry my phone um is my only microphone right now because i don't have money to buy a microphone not only that but this sounds pretty okay i had to turn my fan off it's hot as like monkey balls out here but like i had to turn my fan off um so i'm like sitting in the closet with the door closed so you can clearly hear everything um but yeah so that's just how I feel about Broadway and I can go on more rants about Broadway but it's just like dude at this point if you guys are gonna fight for for being you know diverse and full of inclusion it's like really but like you're still allowing these white people to just do whatever the fuck they want like come on and then they'll sit there and be like teach me whenever I'm wrong let me know when I fuck up and then you do and then they gaslight you and it's just like bro <laughs> Like, speaking of gaslighting, I'm going to talk about the Modern Warrior situation. Have you guys been on TikTok, on Modern Warrior TikTok? Is that just me? Um, that's probably just me. I'm opening my door also because it's really hot in this fucking closet. But Modern Warrior, right, is a TikToker who is known for doing the hey colonizer like fucking slogan or whatever. And like, respect to him for the most part, like, you know he really spoke up about white supremacy and, and spoke up about, you know, the, the racism that's going on. And like, I respect him for that, but like, it's gotten to the, after Womblands, I don't know if any of you guys knew what happened, but, um, I guess I'll explain it. Cause this is what a podcast is literally about, but on TikTok, um, modern warrior, that's his at name, um, was exposed by this person, Chelsea Hart. And Chelsea Hart goes by they, them pronouns, so I'm going to use they, them pronouns for them because people who are misgendering them just don't deserve rights. Anywho, so Chelsea Hart um, posted um, their TikTok talking about how Modern Warrior and them were in an intimate relationship, uh, physical, and there was one time where they had schmunperschmected schmecks um i don't want to say it out loud you get the idea they 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 did the deed unprotected and um chelsea got really upset because lance had slept with a couple other people um before um lance got with with chelsea and so chelsea came on tiktok and exposed lance about sexually assaulting them well they used the word sexual assault and that caused a big problem because a lot of people didn't believe it was sexual assault. A lot of people did believe it was sexual assault. And like, I can't speak on that because I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to invalidate anybody, nor am I going to validate somebody's claims. I'm just, they just, that's just what happened. Um, 
And after that happened, um, another person came out and talked about their experience and had the same experience. And while this was going on, a bunch of um, fans of Chelsea Hart went to Modern Warrior's page and stalked a bunch of uh, TikToks that he made. And they found a random indigenous woman that he duetted or he collaborated with. And they went on to harass and bully this indigenous woman who had absolutely nothing to do with this situation to the point where their TikTok got banned. And Chelsea Hart like went on and said nothing about it. And not only that, but the person, the second person who came out against Lance talked about how um, Chelsea Hart was trying to pressure them into saying certain things to push a narrative about Lance and how they wanted to have similar stories so that way people wouldn't, you know, question it. And it got to the point where like this whole thing was just a mess and Modern Warrior didn't say anything and Chelsea Hart was having a mental breakdown on Instagram to the point where like Chelsea was like, saying some really like graphic things about how they talked about how they might be pregnant with Lance's baby they talked about how how they had a miscarriage I want to make that clear they said that they had a miscarriage and later on whenever people were exposing Chelsea Hart for lying Chelsea Hart said that they never said that they had a miscarriage and that they had an abortion so that was a lie about the miscarriage thing, which caused a whole other thing. Not only that, but a bunch of indigenous creators were getting harassed because of the actions of Chelsea Hart, because I'm all about talking about your traumas and talking about the stuff that's happened to you. And 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 even when it comes to spectral assault, um, censoring that word again, it's, it's something that you can do um, in another way without causing harm to other communities you can tell your story without causing harm to other communities that it has nothing to do with and honestly chelsea hart didn't do that and whenever people started coming at them they left tiktok they i think they deleted all of their videos and they went to instagram and posted a series of instagram stories talking about how they wanted to unalive themselves. They weren't going to, you know, come back from this. They were hospitalized. All this crazy stuff happening. And Modern Warrior kind of went about his day and, you know, went about his day. And people were already upset with Modern Warrior. You know, they were already like, this is kind of messed up that we would even be, you know, indigenous people were like, this is messed up that we would even be involved in this. Well... <laughs> A couple months later, apparently Lance has a new girlfriend and um, they posted a video um, talking about, I, I'm trying to think of what it was, but it was Lance who is, I think Lance is Lakota and his girlfriend who is a black woman, they talked about, they made a post where Lance said, or, or she said, um, if you identify as white passing or white presenting and Lance said, then you are white and they posted that TikTok and boy oh boy did that cause a lot of drama on TikTok um a lot of the um the indigenous community were like what the fuck rightfully so like if somebody were to call you white like randomly who doesn't even know you and invalidate you of being indigenous like rightfully so I would have been pissed off and I was pissed off because you know growing up I was always called oh you're you're not even Indian you don't even look like your your sister or your brother you're not as dark as us like so like I understand to an extent of what that was I was never called white passing 
but I got that same treatment from other people. So when I heard a big creator who already fucked up once is now calling indigenous people white and saying that we're, he also said we were anti-black whenever we came after him for saying that fucked up stuff about um, being white, um, which is completely weird and, and dumb. And why would you even bring that up in the first place if that's not even something that happened? But anywho, Lance and them posted that video and so many people in the comments were like really upset. And I saw one particular thing that I wanted to address. Um, Lance said in the comments like, oh, you guys know that like this is what I'm saying and I stand by what I say, yada, yada, yada. Um, and I just remember somebody commenting on it and was like, well, what if somebody's mixed? Like, what if somebody's mixed? You know, maybe they're indigenous and white. And, you know, they claim to be indigenous because they are indigenous. And Lance replied and went, no, they're just white. And I was like, oh, okay. So this isn't even just him talking about people who identify as white passing. He's literally calling people white. Cool. Got it. Um, so they ended up deleting all of their, their videos about them talking about the white passing stuff. And then I think his girlfriend even deleted their account. So... They came back on and made a post and they were like, hey, I know, I see you and I hear you and I understand that you're frustrated with what we said. And they went on to talk about how they were going to host like a live on TikTok and addressing the situation. And then they went on to say, but you guys are twisting our words. We never said that. We never said any of that stuff. And you guys, you guys are twisting our words and you guys made a misunderstanding. So they basically were like, we understand that we did something wrong, but also we did absolutely nothing wrong. So like, hey, King Gaslighter, like, love that. Um, so anywho, I'm gonna, I don't know if I'll tune into the live, but like, I kind of want to see what goes down because like, this is getting a lot. And I honestly just think Modern Warrior should get his fucking account taken down and just, he just needs to, to breathe because a lot of indigenous creators don't like him and he's gaslit a lot of fucking people, especially indigenous women. And it's gotten to the point where we're just like, all right, like, I don't know. My thing is like, dude, I don't think you can talk about how people are white passing and how much white is in us whenever the two people that were coming at you for this wound land situation were white people. Like, you were literally inside whiteness. So I don't know why you're talking about whiteness being inside other people whenever you were the one going after that. I just wanted to say that because what the fuck. Um, so that's the Modern Warrior thing. Um, PSA, if any of my friends are listening to this or any of my family are listening to this or whatever, um, don't listen to Modern Warrior on TikTok. Literally, that's the worst person that you should go to. Uh, listen to other indigenous creators who are less problematic and won't gaslight you or call you white or invalidate your indigenous like things. So just, that's just my two cents. You don't have to listen to me, but so far on TikTok, TikTok has gotten really crazy. Um, and I don't even have a lot of, I only have like 800 followers on there. So it's not even like, I'm like, oh, I'm a top, I'm, I'm top class TikToker. Like, no, there, <laughs> I just post like random things. And there's so many times where people will like comment on my things and be like, oh, you're so funny. And I'm like, thanks. And then we never talk to each other again. Um, so that's fun. Also, if you hear me moving around, it's just because I'm in a tiny closet, literally, my closet is about mm, two feet wide, like four feet long. I think that's how you do measurements. It's not big. So I'm kind of cramped in here because I'm five foot like eight, 
So you can imagine that I am struggling. But speaking of um, people on TikTok, I often get misgendered a lot. And this is something that like I wanted to talk about for a while, but I didn't want to like make a Facebook post or do anything because like I understand Facebook posts are like, you know, the new thing to, or not new thing. <laughs> what the fuck am I talking about? Um, Facebook posts are like easier for people. Um, but I don't like being called a woman respectfully. I think ever since I went to college in New York, which <laughs> is kind of funny because a lot of people are like, oh, New York is where you can out like actually live your life and be f and, and like they're right like I remember when I was living in New York City like when I was going by she they pronouns my my school used my pronouns and you know now I no longer go by she they because I don't like being called a girl but um I appreciated that because I was able to be like oh this is my name and I want to be called this and I want to be called that and people were like cool we'll re respect you and then like moving back home was very much like yeah we're not gonna do that and I'm like all right and you know it's nothing like it's not like people were coming after me it wasn't like people were like being you know like transphobic or anything like that they more or less just didn't care enough and I mean trust me I know that sounds bad but like you have to understand and in in this time especially being a part of the tribe you know and it being heavily Christian you know influenced it's not easy to be like hey don't call me Ella don't call me this like don't use she her pronouns like it's not easy for them to be like okay and then they move on because nobody has ex nope, like how many people in Cherokee probably haven't even heard about what pronouns are until this year so like they more or less aren't going to call me by what I want and I've accepted that but I was just bringing it up because if you're listening to this podcast and you've been here for the last 30 minutes um, don't call me Ella. <laughs> um, you can call me L. Just take the A off. It's really easy. Um, I go by the them pronouns. I don't mind she, her, but that's only because I'm letting it slide. Um, so if you can, like, don't call me she, her, that, that'd be great. Um, and I know a lot of that, like, talking about it makes people uncomfortable. Um, I don't want to keep making people uncomfortable, but also I don't want to make myself uncomfortable, so I'm going to talk about it. Plus, this is my podcast. I can do whatever I want. Um, well, not whatever I want, but I think this year I really came to terms with being non-binary, um, which, like I said, it's probably hard for people to understand. And I've had a lot of people ask me a lot of questions about it. And it's stuff that I don't even understand. I think that's just the safest, like, label for me. And I know so many people get mad at labels. They're like, why do you guys always have to label everything? Because it makes it easier for me, <laughs> respectfully. Like... I only like labels because I can identify who I am. And not only that, but with a borderline personality disorder, you usually don't have a sense of yourself. Like, um, it's, you know, that's one of the, the symptoms or one of the, you know, things off the checklist. I suffer from that a lot. <laughs> if any of you guys know me, I'm like impulsive. I literally have moved to Iowa like two times and on a, on a whim, um, and move back home on a whim. Like, it's a whole thing. I'm very impulsive. I can't save money. I'm just exposing my entire, <laughs> my entire self. But, you know, I feel like we're best friends or buddies here. But I, um, tend to not know my sense of self. So I, I'm very secure in labels. So whenever I get called like, oh, you're non-binary, you're L, you're queer, you know, things like that. I'm like, okay, cool. Now I know who I am. <laughs> that sounds stupid because like, a lot of people can be like, I know who I am. 
yeah, see, I can't do that. I need to know, I need people to tell me who I am um, for me to feel comfortable. And that's also with anxiety. I have severe anxiety. Like, and I say that very, like, with my chest because, like, I used to be like, oh, no, I'm all straightforward. I have no anxiety. And then, like, recently, like, I'm too scared to go to the store by myself. I can't walk around an aisle by myself. I get paranoid at night. I, like, I, it's gotten to the point where I'm just like, okay. Um, and I want to talk about it because, like I said, a lot of the times people will be like, that's your personal business. Don't talk about it. And I get it. You know, it is my personal business. However, I can share my personal business. Nobody has to listen to me. But I feel like it would help people feel better, like, if I were to talk about it. Because, like, it's something that most people go through. It's not something that you can sit and be like, oh, it's not real, so we're just not going to address it. Like, that's extremely harmful. And we should talk about how extremely harmful it is. Because it is. And if, God, if I knew that, like, this was something that was normal, or not normal, but normalized, um... I would have felt a lot better about it. Like, I would have come to terms with the trauma that I went through. I would have come to terms with having borderline personality disorder. I would have came to terms with everything. Like, and I didn't until a couple years ago. And I think that's the best thing about me is, like, I outlearned a lot of shit. And I feel like I'm now the most loving and accepting person of other people because I used to not be like that. Like, I used to go throughout high school being like, I don't like people. Also, if you hear background noise, I'm so sorry. Literally, I'm filming this on my, my iPhone. But I used to be, like, really insecure in high school. I don't know. A lot of people can tell that about me. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't take care of myself. I wouldn't dress for anybody else other than myself. And I hated myself. I was so insecure of me being fat, which is so dumb now. Like, I realized how fucking stupid that was when I moved to New York because so many, like, plus-size women and plus-size men were just dressing however they wanted. And I was like, whoa, like, you could do that? <laughs> like, and that sounds dumb, but I was like, I can wear a crop top. I can wear skirts. I can wear dresses. I can I can wear makeup every day and people won't judge me. Like, and I was saying, like, Cherokee judges you. But, like, you know, usually whenever you change something, people will be like, oh, oh you're switching up on us now you know so when I moved I was I felt so safe I highly suggest moving away from Cherokee if you live in Cherokee holy hell that helped me a ton um especially with my confidence I really don't give a fuck anymore about what I look like what I wear piercings tattoos I don't give a fuck I I love new things and I don't know something about me when but when I like new things with like clothing and, and piercings and stuff like that not new things like throughout my life I can't handle change that well but when it comes to like my identity I don't even have a sense of identity so I kind of just you know juggle around until I feel like something's cool for a bit and then I move on um but um yeah so that's I just highly suggest that that's my college um experience and that's my advice that I give to you is just don't fucking sit there and you know be scared of you know being a person you can be a person and that's for you know my people who are going throughout life in high school mostly because I <laughs> I just got out of high school like two years ago and that shit fucking sucked but yeah do whatever the fuck you want dude nobody's nobody's gonna stop you and like I said I know a lot of the times it comes to pressure and it comes to you know not 
status but like it, whenever you're in Cherokee and it's a small town like everybody knows you and it's scary to show who you want to be but don't be scared of that because it's literally who you are you can literally make anything up about yourself and that's you like I think a lot of people forget that especially when I talk about being non-binary for the first time oh sorry I'm trying to like move around in this little closet but um when I came out as non-binary I had to realize that like literally none of this matters and trust me I'm not trying to sound like a fucking high friend right now that's like that smoked a whole bunch of shit um I'm literally just speaking this is me stone cold sober but nothing matters literally you changing your name you cutting your boobies off you you know wanting to go by they them pronouns nothing matters do what makes you happy and I sound like one of those, you know, celebrities that are like, one thing that I learned is do what makes you happy. But like, it's true because literally the only people that are going to judge you are people around town or people who know you already. And not only that, but it only lasts like a couple hours. Swag lasts forever. <laughs> so do whatever the fuck you want to do. Like cut your hair, do, do, do whatever, you know, um, you know, jobs don't matter, you know. It, 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 buy yourself a drink do whatever like you know like do something fun for yourself don't sit there and be like everybody already knows me as this this, and this okay then let them know somebody else like it's not hard and I feel like that's one thing that I had to realize was I had to stand up for myself because I wouldn't do that I would I would literally make everybody else feel comfortable and then I got uncomfortable because everybody else felt like comfortable and I was like not comfortable at all so I like I said, I kind of found my sense of identity and I feel comfortable in it. And it's the first time that I feel comfortable because I don't have to, because like I said, in high school, um, and this is an introduction to me. So like, you're going to hear like a lot about me, but I didn't do a lot of things in high school that I wanted to do. And you know, I'm not trying to sound like those stupid ass people on movies where they're like, I didn't get to go to prom. I didn't get, no, I didn't give a fuck about prom. I don't care about prom. I didn't care about, I cried at prom most of the time, but I I was more talking about wanting to be who I wanted to be um, because I did theater and that was fun but it was like I wasn't who I was and I had to live up to a certain like standard of, and I'm not gonna go into my theater trauma maybe I will one day but not right now um, but I felt more like I couldn't be myself and who I was gender wise because being non-binary, dude, you don't have to worry about being a fucking girly girl. You don't have to worry about being a man. Like, you can just chill. You can pick whichever one you feel is is right. And you don't have to validate that with anybody. And, like, in high school, I had to be like, oh, people aren't going to see me as a woman. And I'm like, girl, you didn't even see yourself as a woman. What are you talking about? Like, I would, and I would be told that, like, even in school, like, oh, you're not singing this girly enough. You're not doing this girly enough. You know, you have to make it believable. And I'm like, oh. Do I have to make a, I don't even believe that I'm really a girl, like, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, and that doesn't make me less than, I think another thing too, is like, I can still be non-binary and like feminine things. Literally nothing matters. I'm telling you, nothing matters. You can be a boy and wear nail polish. You can wear makeup. You can cut your hair. You can have long hair. You can wear crop tops. You can wear bras as a man. Literally nothing matters. Nobody is stopping you from doing that unless like, it's like an actual person. But even then it's like, dude nothing physically happens to you if you put a bra on and you're not supposed to wear a bra because you're a boy literally nothing happens so like go fucking crazy like 
Oh, uh, this is probably bad advice. D like, mind your parents until you're 18, then you can do whatever the fuck you want. But, you know, don't feel like you have to owe them anything after 18 years old, because you don't, you know? But don't be stupid. That's another thing. Don't be stupid when you turn 18. Like, you can have fun, but, you know, have fun and then get your shit together, because Lord knows if I would have done that, that would have been great. But, you know... Take it, take it from me. Take it from your grandpa here. I'm telling you, dude, like, get your shit together. Go to college. Even if you don't like school, don't go to college. <laughs> Do something that makes you happy, but, like, make it productive. Because I remember I was like, oh, I'm doing things that make me happy. And then the thing that made me happy was sitting on my ass and getting boba every day. And that was literally it. Um, and that didn't make me happy at the end. Um, but find what's true to you. Do whatever you want. Sorry, this became a, 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 a fucking... <laughs> Um, I sound like the dad at the beginning of, um, Little Miss Sunshine. You guys ever seen that movie? That's my hyperfixation right now is Little Miss Sunshine, um, and The Good Place, but Little Miss Sunshine, um, but at the beginning, the dad's, like, doing this whole nine-step program of, like, being, like, the best you you can be, and he's, like, you know, you guys are gonna come out winners, and winners, you know, losers talk like this, and don't be a loser, like, all that stuff, I'm literally talking to you guys like that, I'm the dad, um, anyways, watch Little Miss Sunshine, I think you can watch it on HBO Max, but that's a good movie, anyhow, um, I think I've become, like, a film nerd now, I mean, not really, I say that, but I, I don't know half the movie people suggest me, I've never even seen Jaws, I've never seen, um, I've seen Silence of the Lambs. I don't know. I'm just naming off movies that people have been like, have you seen this? Um, I've seen Silence of the Lambs. I just don't remember half of it. So that's fun. Um, but yeah, like certain movies are my favorite. Princess Bride is my favorite movie of all time. Mandy Patinkin is my literal adopted dad. I say that because I tweeted him one time and was like, can you adopt me? And he was like, adopted. So that's my dad now. Sorry, dad, even though you can't have a lot of say in who's my dad because you're dead. Anyways, uh, you're going to get a lot of dead dad jokes, by the way. Um, but I think, oh, I hear somebody coming in and out of my house and that really makes me scared, but it's probably my family members. But anyhow, so yeah, like I wanted to do this like sit down talk because like I was bored and also I can do whatever I want and I can upload episodes how many times I want and I don't understand podcast schedules so I'm just gonna like do whatever I feel like um so if that's cool with you then that's cool with me um and half of you guys don't even have to listen to this this is literally just for fun um I I'm not gonna sit here and be like no nobody listened all the way through my podcast like yeah you talked for 40 minutes why would anybody listen to what you have to say um, but it's just a fun thing for me to rant and talk about, you know, and if anybody were to like, oh, I don't know what's going on. Oh, listen to my podcast. Like, I want to be, I want to be like the alpha males. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that like talk about like, they're like, oh, if your woman does this, if your woman does that, like all that bullshit. I want to be an alpha male. Am I an alpha male? Let me know. But yeah, so this has been fun. Um, but I will probably upload something later on today or tomorrow just because I literally have nothing else to do and this is very fun for me to just sit and talk and get all of my feelings out. Um, I think next I'm going to talk about the Greta Van Fleet stuff, which <laughs> strap yourselves in, bud. I'll tell you all about it. Um, and then I might go into something else. I don't know. Literally this entire 43 minutes has just been me talking and I had no script, no nothing. 
I just sat down and had vibes. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go because it's six in the morning and I'm gonna make coffee and matcha and let's see how long I can stay up because I've been up since the entire day. So we'll see. But I hope you guys have a good day today. Um, I hope you listen to this because that'd be really cool. And if not, then that sucks. But um, yeah, so I'm glad you got to get to know me more. Um, let me know if you guys want to listen to me talk about anything else, get insight on anything else. But yeah, so I'll see you in the next one.